welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Well, Jimmy, the Bears are on top of the Panthers, 23 yep. to 16. And if, mm-hmm. if I know a lot of fouls have been called, but I'm telling you right now, brother, I'm going to call more fouls on the refs in this game than the refs have called on the Bears. You really were watching it, huh? <laughs> I, I totally thought you were lying the whole time. No. And as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh, he has been watching. We, Jen and I were at that. It sounded pretty good, though, right? Like, no, I, it really I actually did. rehearsed it in my mind, though. Well, so for the last you couple know what? of minutes. It was well done because wanna... it, it convinced me. Yeah. No, we were, I took Jen out after church. Uh, church was great, man. Fantastic. Was such oh, good time to worship. It. Oh, man. Oh, we ended on my one of my favorite songs. All glory be to Christ. Mm. Oh man. Mm. So, um, so Jen and I then we dropped off the kid and said, "You're," <laughs> we literally dropped we, off the kid. Dropped off the kids. We dropped off our kids, and we didn't even go in the house. We're like, "Bye, make Bye. something to eat, figure it out, take the dogs out." And we went on a date, and uh, we were nice, at this nice. bar pub, and we had good food. But the, there was a huge TV up there that I could see, and Jen couldn't see it, but she didn't want to watch it anyways. Yeah, and. Uh, you could not only see the game, but you could hear the game. Mm. And these days, because it's all like 4K, I mean, you could be a mile away and probably still see what's going on on that screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was, it was pretty fun. Foles looking good. And Yeah. yeah. I was, I was, uh, mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. So right now it's uh, two minutes left, 23 to 16 still. Good. Keep me updated because uh, I only have my iPhone, so I can't watch. Hey, how did you handle? Oh, here we go. How were you able to cope with all of the negative comments and pushback that we received from our last episode on uh, giving or sharing opinions and views? Oh, man, I, uh, well, uh, all glory be to God. Um, which is true. Which is true. true. No I know. Why, why, like you like snickered a little bit. Yeah. Those you're smiling. Yeah, well, smiling. because I'm happy yeah. and joyful. Uh, yeah, no, uh, surprisingly, no hate, none, Mm-mm. none. Yeah. And I had told Joe when we recorded, I'm like, yeah, I think, I, I think you're gonna have to find another co-host because people are going to hate me. Nope. And I think, I think, and you might've said this first, but I know we, we have the same sentiment, which is, and I did say it first. Cause I know what you're about to say the, that I am the podcast husband. So thank you, Jimmy, for affirming me in that. And then also, mm. um, mm, nice little switch. Yeah. There. Yeah. A little nice, switcheroo. Yeah. yeah, yeah well done. Crisscross. Um, and that is that at this point in our almost four years of doing this three years yeah. plus wow. of doing this, whatever, wow, wow, since wow. 2016. So four years, anyways, uh, people know us and they know our heart and, it's like it's something that Jimmy and I talk a lot about, which is even when our listeners or some of our listeners disagree with what we say, they don't cancel us mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. we don't do that to people. And it's always shocking for us. It's like somebody's like, well, man, everything, everything was great. Man, you just listen to this one podcast. Everything's great. And then they said this one thing one time. Out. Out. I, out. Unsubscribe. Out. <laughs> Goodness sakes, man. I couldn't listen to anybody if yeah. I had to unsubscribe every time every I disagree. Some, yeah, every time they said something I didn't like. Oh, my goodness. So, anywho, yeah, man, mm-hmm. good response, and yep. uh, we're gonna make some announcements here this month. We're gonna be making some announcements about some cool stuff mm-hmm. going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe. So stay yeah. tuned. No, it's definitely happening. Yeah, I maybe. Playing. Yeah, I ain't cool. playing. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You hundred. Hundred. One hundred. Well, I mean, maybe not one hundred, <laughs> but I don't, you know, what hundred? I, you know. I literally said back to you what yeah. you said. Yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah, but you said one hundred. Uh, it's a, more, a little more definite, I think, when you say it that way. <laughs> I think it's a little more, a little more it, it locked It carries in. a little bit more you weight know, to it. I yeah. just, uh, you know, mm. yeah. No, 100%. 100. Absolute, 
Absolutely. The what? only reason that it wouldn't happen is if Jesus comes back. Mm, well, cheers to that. All right. So, Joe. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. So, here we are. Uh, bears are winning. Bears are winning. Bears are winning. And uh, we're going to continue on the catechism mm-hmm. with question eight. Yeah, the Baptist catechism. So, as we're looking at question eight, right? Uh, it asks the question, are there more gods than one? There is but one only, the living and true God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that sounds like a no-duh to a lot of people, doesn't yeah. it? Well, of course yeah. there's only one God. Only one God. But if you're really thinking about it, um, there are a lot of people out there believing in different gods. And multiple gods. Yep, multiple yeah. gods. So, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's actually a good it's not question. As cut and, it's not as cut and dry as maybe we think it is. Right. But in, to a degree, it is. Right. I think it's, I think, it, I mean, the, if you're reading the scripture, for the most part, it indicates one very clear truth. That's right. That's right. Like uh, the Shema in De- Deuteronomy 6 4, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Not only indicating that, um, that the Lord is one, that he is uh, not like a multiplicity of beings, but this also indicates that there is one God. And then First uh, Timothy two five, mm-hmm. for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good I like one. That verse. Super clear on a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Or even in John seventeen three, when Jesus is praying his high priestly prayer, he says, "And this is eternal life that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent." Mm. So in that sense, it's. Pretty clear that uh, that there is only one God. We are, as Christians, monotheists, even though we are Trinitarian. We mm-hmm. believe in Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, eternally God eternally existing in three persons, but one nature. So, the, so, so Joe, as we're looking at this, why is God called the living God? Yeah, because that's what the Catechism says, right? Yeah, and. Um, well, and there are the, the, verses that they use, that the Catechism uses to back this up. Um, Jeremiah 10.10, 10, uh, but the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. Mm. At his wrath, the earth quakes and the nations cannot endure his indignation. Or Matthew 16.16, 16, where Simon says to Jesus, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Okay, so I think that it's put this way quite a bit because... The gods that are out there in the world that are being worshipped, the the false gods or the idols that are out there being worshipped, are not living beings. They mm. are, they are not gods at all. And if they are a living being, if they are worshiping a man like a guru or some animal, it isn't a living god. It's just a living thing. So it's something that's not as like intangible as that, right? Like it's it's something that's not. Uh, doesn't carry any weight to it. I guess is really the what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And and you see this like in Psalm one thirty five fifteen through eighteen where it says the idols of the nations are silver and gold the work of human hands they have mouths but do not speak they have eyes mm-hmm. but do not see they have ears but do not hear nor is there any breath in their mouths those who make them become like them and so do all who trust in them that's the contrast right mm-hmm. there ain't nothing there yeah it's not a real thing yeah it's, it's something that you made yourself yeah. and they can't even speak you speak for them yeah. Um, yeah, and and like this, those who make them become like them, yeah. right? So it's not it's it's you making God in your own image, not God making you in His. Mm-hmm. And it's it's I like this because it's like well, you make this God in your image, now you become like them. And there's also the sense in which, like, you don't see 
you don't hear, you don't speak because, you know, you have bowed down to this God that doesn't do any of those things. It's this, it, per, it just perpetuates this cycle of spiritual ignorance or unbelief. Mm. Mm. And um, do you know that passage in 1 Kings 18? You know the one where it's like- Which a, one? It's like Elijah- and uh, and the prophets of Baal. Oh, yeah, 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 yep, yeah. Yep, I, yep. I love I love that story. Can you remind us of that for Steve McCoy? That's uh, who doesn't read the Old Testament who, who, and and doesn't believe in the Old Testament because he oh, thinks really? that. Well, he says oh, he's that, super dispensational. Oh, yeah. He's like, well, hold on. That God is is wrathful mm-hmm. and mean. Okay, but Jesus is loving and accepting. Okay. Oh, I heard him one time say like the God of the Old Testament is like Mark Driscoll and the God of the New Testament is like Chuck Swindoll. I heard Steve say that one time. Oh, my Goodness. Have you? Did you actually really? Is that a, is that a quote? Is That's that a McCoy Steve quote? McCoy quote verbatim? Wow. People take it to the wow. bank. So let me break it. Down. <laughs> and <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe that truly wasn't him. But continue. <laughs> None of the things we say about Steve are true. That's why it's funny. Except he's dumb. All right. So uh, in, in you're first, supposed to contradict me there and say no, he's not. But because everybody knows, everyone's going to think that maybe I was being honest. No, no, everybody knows. All right. Everybody knows that Steve is smart and creative. And I love he's got you, great hair, and his kids are all awesome. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two of them are. Yeah. Which two? I don't want to share in the podcast. I'll let them. Figure oh, really? It out. Well, yeah. I know one of them is Sarah. Hmm. Yeah, that's presumptuous. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. No, it's that one is definitely Sarah. There's no, there's no question because Sarah's awesome. But I don't know about Danny. You know, I'm just not. You know, <laughs> and uh, the Bears won sixteen. Uh, they won twenty three to sixteen. Continue. Good. Okay. All right. So in First Kings eighteen, um, you've got the the prophets of Baal mm-hmm. and Elijah, the prophet of God, and uh, and there's essentially this standoff. And so uh, I'll just read. I'll just read part of it. Um, in verse 22, uh, then Elijah said to the people, I, even I only am left a prophet of the Lord, but Baal, Baal's prophets are 450 men. So the homeboys outnumbered. And of course they've got the and, show, yeah, the yeah. pizzazz. They've got like uh, the, and uh, here I am by myself. Thanks a lot, man. Wow. Everybody bailed him. No, he doesn't whine like that. He says in verse 23, he says, let two bulls be given to us and let them choose one bull for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on the wood and put no fire to it. And I will prepare the other bull and lay it on the wood and put no fire to it. And you call upon the name of your God and I will call upon the name of the Lord and the God who answers by fire. He is God. So he ain't playing. He is like, okay, let's put it to the test mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. He, bold. he knows there ain't no God on your side. You, 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 Baal isn't a thing. And so, um, and the people, of course, they all agree. And, uh, and so the, the, these, uh, these prophets of Baal, you know, they're, they're calling upon Baal. Oh, answer us. And, uh, you know, they're, they're crying aloud mm-hmm. and, uh, they're, they're, they're trying to get it. And so like Elijah. Cutting themselves. Yeah. They're cutting themselves. And Elijah's like, so, um. What is your, where's your guy? Is he busy? Why ain't he answering you? Why ain't he? Why ain't he? Why? Why isn't he sending fire down to consume that thing? Is he? Uh, is he going number two? <laughs> is he in the washroom? Is he going? He going to make a little potty? Maybe taking a nap? Yeah. So he starts busting their chops. So that's how I know uh, the spirit of Elijah is alive and well today, at least in us, because he uh, he talks smack. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm not saying we're God like Elijah, but we talk smack like Elijah. <laughs> Anyways, the short of it is, um, they can't get. Well, Baal to call down fire to mm-hmm. consume the offering, and uh, Elijah has them douse his with water and all this yep. stuff, and then yeah, uh, until it's dripping and it's overflowing with it, yeah. And then uh, yeah, the Lord rains down fire, consumes it, and then uh, and then Elijah's like, all right, let's kill all them 
crazy profits. So <laughs> is that the spirit you and I have as well? You know, no, maybe not so much, but uh, you know, I don't know. All right. So uh, again, that's the contrast that we're talking about here mm. is that we believe in the Lord, the, the yeah. God of yep. Israel. Um, and uh, th- this, this triune God, that's where we find our, our hope and our confidence. So we're, we're pitting that against the imaginary gods and the imagined gods of the day. And, and I remember having a conversation with, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, but the one that sticks out is the one with my mom. And I remember years ago before she was converted, um, she said something like, you know, well, the God that I believe in would never send somebody to hell or something like that. And I said, which is, which is a common. Yeah. 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 And of course, in my family, we just talk straight. So I didn't have to be super polite. I said, oh, no, no, hold on. Wait, wait. wait. Now, you don't sugarcoat this. I want to hear exactly mm-hmm. what you said to your mother. <laughs> as far as I remember, what I, what I said to my mother was, uh, that's because the God that you believe in is a God you made up. And uh, so, yeah. Okay. It's like, I don't. You know what? That was not as bad as I thought. No, it would have no, been no. Fair. We're not necessarily mean all the time, but we are, uh, we're direct. And I was like, no, because you just made that God up. That's so, <laughs> of course, the God that you believe in wouldn't do that because you made that God in your image. Um, and I don't get to pick and choose. We don't get to pick and choose mm-hmm. what our God is like. Our God is like what the scripture says. And so we go with that. And so the false gods are no gods at all, but there is more to say about it. But before we do, Jimmy, we need to just let everybody know, remind them, mm. uh, because time is uh, is a running out. We of want the them, essence. We need people to know about Cross 20, this live stream conference event going down December 29th and 30th, right? Yeah. I mean, Cross 20 is aimed at helping 18 to 25-year-olds find Babies. their place. Wait, what? Babies. <laughs> 18 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. Find their place in God's cl- global plan. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be speakers like David Platt, yep. John Piper, mm-hmm. Kevin DeYoung. Mm-hmm. And they're going to walk participants, those that are part of this uh, Cross 20 event, through the Lord's Prayer. I like that. That's really good. Registration is only $10 a person. That's really good. Uh, and that's probably, it's probably that high because of DeYoung. He's pricey. He probably drove that up a little bit. You know, <laughs> you think it was DeYoung he's, that drove it up? He's fancy. Yeah, he's, he's Presbyterian. Fancy? Never mind. Yeah, see, yep. you got David Platt, Southern Baptist. He would do it for chicken or something, and John Piper would do it for free. So yeah. you know it's Kevin DeYoung. It's Kevin Jack DeYoung. It up. Thanks a lot, yeah. Kevin. Ke- yeah, F- trying to make some money for that Glenn Levitt. <laughs> That's right. Those <laughs> Presbyterians <laughs> like their scotch. So, in all seriousness, uh, ten dollars a person—it's almost That's free. Really, really good. So yeah. you can gather a group at your church, campus ministry, get among friends. Ten bucks a person—you all get to tune into this. And with COVID out there, shutting down almost all the conferences except, like you know, doctrine and devotion. Cross 20 has stepped that up to make something really good happen. Jimmy, give us that tagline. Mm, Cross 20, make your life count. Make his name known. Register at cross20.com. Bada boom. Bada bam. All right. So, Jimmy, if the Lord is living, Mm -hmm. and if he is the true God, what should that mean for everyone, not just for yeah, not just for believers. Bible holding yeah, Christians. No, no, it's got to be for everyone. I would say then, if if the Lord is a living and true God, then we should be seeking Him, right? Mm. We should be seeking Him, wanting to know Him, wanting to know this this real, uh, uh, true and living God. And so, uh, we should be putting forth some effort to find out. Okay, who are you? What have you done? Like. Uh, what is what does it mean for us to be in relationship with each other? But what if they want to have a relationship? Just like, listen, there's a lot of people out there that uh, that I don't know, mm-hmm. and they're wonderful people. Guess what? Don't want to know them. Yeah, but that but that's people. And yeah, it's you exactly. But that's not God. 
Oh. Yeah, see? Okay. If it's living and true God, yeah. we should seek after him. Right, because he is, whether you like it or not, your maker. You you do have a relationship to him. And you have a responsibility to him. Right, and so it's either a really bad relationship that's going to end in, in some horror mm-hmm. or judgment, yep. or it's a yep. good relationship funded upon God's grace in which it results in glory. So... Yeah, I think that's I think that's good. I, you know, and I think most people do. If you if you break it down like that, if God made you mm-hmm. and uh, created you, you belong to your Maker. If you yeah. make something, it's yours. And if God made you, you are His. So you should know this Maker. We do bear responsibility. Yeah. Now here's the thing. There are no there are no gods. There are no false gods. I mean, there are false gods, but there are no other gods. There's only one God, right? Mm-hmm. But don't we read about other gods in the Bible? Uh, we do, we do, we do meet other gods. I mean, uh, I mean, Bedum says, uh, "Are there many gods in name?" Yes, there are many. There are gods many and lords many. That's from First Corinthians eight. Yep. Uh, but are these gods by nature? No. Galatians four eight. When ye knew not God, ye did service to them, which by nature are no mm. gods. Yeah, that's the idea. So it's not that the scripture doesn't talk about other gods. Mm. It's just that they aren't actual real gods. Correct. And so these are gods, like, as you're talking about, if, if you know, for who is the true God, right? Mm-hmm. We should be seeking him. Uh, then, you know, these are fake gods. So we're not called to love them or to worship them or to obey them. In fact, Bedham points out in his uh, exposition here that these false gods should be uh, repudiated. Yeah. Like, are they then to be reputed of? Uh, oh, I'm reading that wrong. Yeah. They should be repudi- repudiated, but um, are they supposed to be uh, admired or um, whatever? And uh, the answer is no, there is nothing in the world. Are those guilty of the greatest absurdity who worship them? The answer there yes. is yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, th- I think it's what's important here is that we recognize that these false gods need to not just be ignored, but we should push them aside actively and warn people about the dangers of these false gods. Because when we worship false gods, we're believing false promises. Uh, We are being led into error that will make us. I mean, religion, it comes to define you, right? Whether your religion is, uh, you know, an explicit religion, Mm -hmm. a false religion, a true religion, or even something like, uh, you know, your, your hobby can become your religion in a sense, and you will be formed by that thing. And so if you're formed by false religions, you are being prepared, right? For damnation, prepared Mm -hmm. for the curses of God. And we don't want that, but there's something else that I, I wanted to bring up. And that is that, um, throughout my Christian life, especially early on, when we talk about false religions and idols, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a lot of people would say to me, there are demons behind those things. So you got to be careful. Look out. There's a, there's a devil behind every religion and there's Mm -hmm. a demon behind every idol. So be careful. Otherwise demons are going to get you. Now, is that a biblical concept, Jimmy? The idea that there are demons out there behind these things? Yeah. I mean, I would agree. Yes. Demons are at work in many of the false religions out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Deuteronomy 32, 16 to 18 uh, they stirred him to jealousy with strange gods, with abominations they provoked him to anger. They sacrificed to demons that were no gods, to gods they had never known, to new gods that had come recently, whom your fathers had never dreaded. Well, that's pretty clear. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I think, so they're getting that from somewhere. 
I'm not just making that up. No. Because I met a lot of Christians that were just making stuff up when I was a new Christian. They're coming at me with all kinds of weird things about how, you know, hey, man, you were into the occult when you were, you know, back in the day. You haven't gone through a deliverance ministry yet? Have you gone through those nine, was it nine steps? No, it was just a deliverance ministry. No, I know. Which, wasn't there one? I don't know about the nine steps. I'm telling you my story. Listen to my story, Jimmy. Right. I would love to hear your story. Okay. It's fascinating. Yeah. Please. Okay, well, no nine steps that they mentioned. They just said I have to be delivered. And if I wasn't, then I still got the demons. And I, I think it was nine steps. Well, there, there's probably more than one formula. I'm going to find it. Okay, you, you'll find one, but it won't necessarily be the one that they were talking about. Nine. It might be, actually. Yeah. Wait, again, there's different, there's different views on it. There's different. Spiritual. Yeah, Jimmy's going to look it up. Spiritual. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know what you're doing. Your beard looks all dumb right now because your I know. headphone cords are tied it all up. I know. Yeah, maybe it's not nice. Yeah, okay, good. So can we can we move on? Yeah, because here, ahead, here's here's the thing, the um, there are demons at work in many false religions. We read about it in Deuteronomy, even in First Corinthians ten twenty. Paul says, uh, no, I imply that what pagans sacrifice, they offer to demons and not to God. So yes, it's fair to say that there is spiritual work being done in these false religions and many of these false religions that uh, there is demonic power even in play in many of these false religions which is a clear indication that you had best be careful and stay away not because if you're a christian the devil's going to leap into your body and take over and not because you know you're going to you know going to catch a demon on the way home and then it's going to be stuck in your closet and it's going to be haunting your house mm. it isn't like that but that these that there are spiritual forces at play in false religions that do wind up either oppressing or possessing other people and creating all kinds of conflict in people's lives. We, of course, don't just bear the name of Christ. Uh, We have Christ in us, the hope of glory. We have the Holy Spirit. And so we seek to deliver people out of false religions so that they can actually find the truth and find the freedom that Jesus offers them. And so when I look at these passages and this idea to say like, hey, well, there are demons at work in other religions, it doesn't Mm -hmm. make me fearful. It just makes me earnest. You know, it doesn't make me like freak out. Yeah, it should like uh, affirm that call to proclaim the gospel. Right. And um, and it also doesn't mean that everybody's possessed by a demon, a demon, and it doesn't mean that you should go around telling people who are, oh, I don't know, Hindu, that they're Satanists. Okay? Like, that's not, first of all, it's not helpful. Okay. Um, and it's really not accurate unless you can, unless you go. Well, I was going to ask you that question. I was going to say, but is it un- untrue? It's only accurate if you if you then explain everybody worship satan who isn't worshiping jesus otherwise it's like well, not worshiping satan because uh, to worship something implies a uh, mm-hmm. sort of intent intentionality sacrifice commitment faith. either for me or against me yeah yeah well that's that, here's the thing that doesn't mean that you are directly worshiping satan not choosing satan you're choosing something directly which leads you to an allegiance with the world and with the devil but it's just i i would say it's a little different than saying that you worship satan unless again like what I always tell people is in the world, we'll wind up talking about religion mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff. And oftentimes we'll wind up talking about Satanism. Not oftentimes, but sometimes. Because it's your background. Because it's my background. And I'll explain Satanism to them. And I'll say, I'll explain why it was so appealing to me. And the reason it was appealing to me is the same reason it's appealing to anybody else who actually takes the time to listen to it. Because it means, oh, there is no God and there is no devil. Like mm. the Levian brand of Satanism, there is yeah, no. Yeah, you're devil. talking. You're talking. Would you call that proper Satanism? No, no. But it's just proper Satanism would be 
The worship of the, you know. No, it's not even like that. There's basically, there's atheistic Satanism and theistic Satanism. Okay, there you go. Those are so, the two categories. Yeah, no, that's, I, I would put it like that. An atheist, which is the most popular brand of Satanism, there's no God, there is no devil. So they're not directly worshiping mm-hmm, the devil, mm-hmm. even though they invoke, they invoke his name and all kinds of bizarre imagery. They actually don't believe. But it's more about selfism? or Yeah, it is yeah. It is total selfism. And that's why people like it. It's all about me and putting mm-hmm, myself mm-hmm, first mm-hmm. and getting what I want. And then there are these cool rituals you get to do where you can kind of control the universe and make girls fall in love with you. Anyways. Wait, did you, did, wait, did you do that? Or did you okay, participate? First, for, okay, first of all, did you first of all, participate? Don't, do not ask me what rituals I performed. Okay, that's, okay, that's no, crossing no, no, the line, Jimmy. No, no, no. That is crossing no, the line. No, 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 no. Keep that stuff in the vault. This well, no, is no, not, no. First of all, it's not going to go in the vault. Cannot stay in the vault. Yeah, it's not. It's not no, 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 I'm no, not even going to leave it out of my you vault. Know what, you know what? Mm-hmm. Next month. Okay. Next month. Yeah. Why? Because people have the opportunity oh. to hear some extra <laughs> okay, episodes. Okay. Okay. All that, right. You know what? That's right, go. That, that's going to go in. That, right. I'm going I'm to say the name of it. I don't care. I'm going to say the name. Okay. We, we are going to have. I'm going to say the name. Okay. Hang on. Let me just preface this. All right. You can preface it. We are going to offer because you already said 100. 100. Oh, it's 100. Um, we are going to offer another podcast. Um. And it'll be a, a, there'll be a way to get it, but <laughs> okay, it's not gonna be for everybody. Yeah, it's not gonna be so for everybody. This this podcast mm-hmm. is going to be called Banter of Truth. Mm-hmm. Banter of Truth, based on a joke that a listener made years ago. We turned that into a T-shirt mm-hmm. and uh, and made Banter of Truth mad at us. Yep, I, don't, I think they were just confused. I don't know if they were confused. Yeah, they were like, because they, they asked uh, Pat, they're like, is this a good thing? What's going on? And Pat's mm-hmm. like, no, they're good guys. They like us. Like, mm-hmm. That's fine. All right. So, yeah, my dad wears that t shirt all the time. It's good. All the time. And they're like, who is that? Like, that's my son. And that's, that's, <laughs> and that's his little friend. That's his pastor. <laughs> <laughs> they go, is, are they smoking and drinking? He's like, yeah, yeah, of course. It's <laughs> bad drug truth. All right. So, um, I explain to people yeah, that or, Satanism. I, I can't wait to hear about these uh, that, rituals you participate in. Oh, that Satanism is appealing because it appeals to self, and um, and in that sense, just just secular America is satanic. Okay, right? yeah, that yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. That's what that that's where I would yeah. go um, if I was saying that. Um, all right, so Jimmy, mm. are there more than one? Uh, are there more gods than one? Are there more than gods than one? Are there more gods than one? No. All right, nope, nope, right? That's, no, the answer. that's the answer. All right, so there's only one God. So what this means is there's only one God. We believe that we have come to know this one true and living God, which means we do not have just some common religion. Yeah. We are yep. not, it's not like, oh, everybody's got a religion, you know, every, and, and we do, right? We've talked about religion, uh, but we have not just picked a religion. It's more the way we view it is God picked us. He chose us to reveal himself to us in his word. Mm-hmm. He gave us eyes to see and ears to hear. This is different than any other religion because any other religion you can replace with another philosophy or way of life as soon as you get tired with it or if it doesn't work. You know, people are like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try L. Ron Hubbard, Dianetics. And they do that for a while and maybe it helps my little bit. And then you realize they want to take all your money and take over your life. And when you mm. try to leave, they try to blackmail you and they try to do all kinds of bad things, but you wind up and you get away. And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to join Nexium. And like Nexium is the new thing I'm going to join. I've never even heard of that. Nexium? What's Nexium? There's a whole documentary about it. All right, man. You oh, are well. The vow. You are the well, vow. You are too well Dude, versed no, no, in this no, stuff. No, no, no. The, the, the vow is 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 a documentary series. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember that show Smallville? Uh, I never watched it, but yeah. Okay. Okay. You never watched it, but you remember the girl with blonde hair? 
that was like the friend. I'd never watched uh, it. Yeah, but there's a blonde, there's a, there was a good looking brunette girl, and then there was a weird looking blonde girl. And she just so you know yeah. that that really highlighted your taste in women. Yeah, okay, obviously, <laughs> you know where I stand. All, all I'm saying is she was a part of this cult. Yeah, she was part of this cult, and okay. they were branding women and abusing. Women. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, man. So then they try that, and then they, you know, then they get burned up, and then they try another. You can't swap it out. That's my point. You can't <laughs> so, swap it out. So you're right. Like, we, we, yeah, we don't have some common religion. We right. know the the one living and true God, mm-hmm. and you can't replace it with any other philosophy or way of life. Very well said. Like Very I well just said, said a second ago. Nope. Very good. No, I, I wanted like to it. make sure it was the same. No, I, I like because I, I felt like there needed to be a bow on it because you started talking about Satanism. I was rambling, and you were I rambling, rambling a little bit. So I felt I like rambling. I had to bring it back and okay. make sure that it was all clear to everybody. Uh, yeah. And for everybody else, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Nah. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Diva or nobody, on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. TikTok. Don't say that. Talk and Devo. Nope. Uh, fresh pot every Monday mm-hmm. and Thursday. Sometimes yep. we got blog posts. Every Sometimes we got while. videos. Mm-hmm. And be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for banter of truth. B-O-L. B-O- Bolo for the B-O-T. B-O-L-O for the B-O-T. Bolo. Mm-hmm. Be on well lookout. done. Mm-hmm. Well done. It's a cop term. When they're like, uh, get issue a bolo, be on lookout for, and then like, uh, you know, short brown guy with a big beard and long hair and a short, super white guy with a bald head and beard, like bolo. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for the new podcast. Yep. And hey, guess what? Uh, there's going to be a bonus episode coming out in the mm-hmm. next day or two. We're going to record that right yeah. now. Yeah. Later. Later.